We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, a very special edition of the PGP, because this is the podcast about the radio show. We've done this for eight years or so. We have more than 400 episodes of this podcast. But today, today for the first time, this week's podcast will be aired on the radio. This is airing as we speak. Not as we speak, because I'm doing this earlier in the week, but as you hear me on CBS Sports Radio's DA show. So this is now Thanksgiving morning which serves as PGP. So this is very exciting. We've never done this before, but we figured to insert into the best of the DA show, since it's going to be on tape, let's run this hour as the Permission Granted Podcast. Yeah, people are listening to this as birds have hit the oven on the East Coast, DA. I'm sure there are some birds in the oven as you listen to this. That's right. So if you enjoy what you hear, this is what we do every single week. We break down the show within the show in podcast form. We start with this whole deal of how we got here. And this is, I've noticed over the last few days, dating back to last week, Pete's been looking at his phone during the show, during segments, very intently. And, you know, I understand if you got to pick up your phone and respond to a text message, etc. But long swaths of the show Pete's been locked into his phone texting and I'm like I don't think I'm that boring I don't think the show's that bad Pete must be in the middle of the weeds he must be in the weeds on something and so I kind of said hey today on the air in the middle of a segment Pete what's going on man it (laughs) feels like feels like you're not even here and he's like you know honestly and then boom you jumped in to save the day to clear the air I feel it's it's almost my duty as Pete's, I don't know, partner, associate next to him, when I could see I I kill him enough that when I have to come to his defense, I have to come to his defense. Being a good friend. Exactly. i got to be transparent here. If if I'm going to earn the right to crush him as much as I do, i got to defend him. And, yes, I will tell you that behind the scenes, nobody cares about the show more than Pete. So when Pete is a little distracted, I'm going to give him a little pass. Pete has had multiple things going on. Number one, Offhandedly, child care issues. Other people in his family have gotten sick trying to, you know, get his kid to this place and that place. So that was one thing. The other thing was it all started because the one thing that when I divert my attention from the show, I try to monitor what's going on in Twitch. And I have a live four hour chat going, let's say, with the aliens. And of course, who was it but moist pork? Not moist turkey like some of you should be making today. 
Moist pork. Hey, Merez, who's on Thursday and Friday? So, Pete, DA, if you're working next to Pete and you get that question, who do you turn to to get that answer? The king of schedules, don't you? Pete handles the schedules. I'm going to be off Thursday and Friday. You're going to be off Thursday and Friday. Pete's going to be off Thursday and Friday. And Bogus is going to be off Thursday and Friday, which leaves nobody to host the show. Right. And and generally speaking, if I was off or you were off and maybe it was just Bogus, maybe it was just me. But knowing we were all off, none of us cared to ask, I think. We were just focused on other things. So I just simply asked Pete who's working. And I got, all right, one second, let me go into my schedules here. And Pete, of course, because you can't just have one click and you just know he's going through 17 different folders. To, I mean, guy takes 10 steps to take one step. He pulls up the schedule and he looks, and I just hear this, huh, that can't be right. <laughs> oh, no. I said, what's the matter? Bum, bum, bum. No. And, and then Pete starts talking to himself, right? He goes, no, no, this what this wasn't cleared by me. Uh-oh. No. Bum, bum, bum. No. And again, for the third time, Pete, what's wrong? And you ever have that when you when you hear somebody else, like, distracted by something? What? What's the matter? And you're still not getting the answer. They're just still responding. Yeah, it's how he felt when you called him and said, get down here. There's something happened to right. with your car. And he said, what happened? And you said, I can't tell you. Right. We're all guilty. You of need it. to see it for yourself. <laughs> but I felt that was, I felt like he needed And that's to. when a vagrant threw yeah. a trash can through his window <laughs> down to the street a couple weeks ago. So Pete leads the old good news, bad news, right? Pete leads with the following. I like the good news, bad news. I did that with my wife the other day. So Pete did it. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I like framing things that way. I could. I'm visualizing this. Pete puts one finger on his eyelid and he starts like a scratch, like this nervous tick. And he goes, "Okay, so Friday," and he's got the one arm out. Caserta's in. Caserta's in Friday. So I go right to Twitch. Greg Caserta's hosting Gre- Friday. Show. Greg Caserta in on Friday. And I turn to Pete and I go Thursday. And he goes, "Well, see." I don't, they got it listed as the best of the DA show here. <laughs> now, for those of you, you're listening now to the best of the DA show. What yeah. that is, is on a holiday, you know, rather than have somebody have to work on a holiday, thinner bodies, some of the core shows, what are the best stuff from the year you could put up? The problem with doing those is, generally speaking, they take a couple weeks to properly put together. This is Tuesday we're finding this out with Thursday. So I said, excuse me? And usually it comes on the producer, which would be me. I'm like, well, nobody told me that. I believe what happened where I will kill Pete. I think Pete was told, and it was kind of in one ear, out the other. He was frantically worrying about a million other things. You think so? And he didn't pass along word to me. and knew. Now, Pete had to be off for a day or two last week, and I think he realized in real time, I don't think this was settled, but now I'm second-guessing that it was settled, and I didn't tell Mraz. Mm which has led Pete to really pick up the slack here and putting together this best of the DA show you're listening to, if you're listening to this on Thursday. So he was caught off guard, middle of the show, and then had to start scrambling. And so thankfully, Moist Pork brought up this question because, as I said on the air, had Moist Pork not asked, we get to Thursday morning at 6 a.m. and there's dial tone? Well, I would say unthankfully because... Frankly, all of us would have been asleep at 6 a.m., so whatever happened would have happened. What would have happened? I, I, my feeling on what would have happened, Pat Boyle is actually producing and running the board and is the master of controls, which is why they couldn't just have him host the show. I think that Pat Boyle would have done four jobs at once at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And Pat's probably listening to this now going, damn it, I should have. They booked Boyle to work and didn't even give him the on-air shift? No, because That's then That's a they, brutal Thanksgiving morning. It is, but they would have had nobody to run the controls for him to be on air. He could have gone college radio style yeah. 
I'm answering my own phones, I'm playing my own commercials, and yeah. I'm hosting my own show. Yeah. That, to me, would have been what happened. Unfortunately, by Moist Pork answering the question, all it did was cause me and Pete a lot of work over the next 36 hours. Oh, man. So what you are hearing right now is the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the podcast about the show. We are airing it on the radio today as a version of the best of here on a Thanksgiving morning. Two weeks ago, I went up to Buffalo for Vikings and Bills. The decision we talked about last week was whether we go to, as a show, the Vikings game or the Browns game. We decided on Vikings game. I forget what the tipping point was, but we decided on the Vikings game. I, I know the tipping point. The tipping point was looking at oh, the, flex. Sun, the Sunday night football schedule. And remember, this did come into play. This past week's Sunday night game originally was the Bengals and Steelers. And the thought was they're getting out of that because they're not putting the Kenny Pickett Steelers on Sunday night football. They're going to have to pick another game. And the Bills are as good as anybody. The Browns are at least a feisty team. You could potentially see that as a possibility. Not that it was likely, but let's avoid the possibility of going to a Sunday night game in Buffalo and turning around and waking up early the next morning. That's right. A Sunday night game would have put a fork in our turkey because <laughs> you go out there, kicks off at 8.30 Eastern time, gets over at 11.30, 12. Brutal. You're not home until 1. We got to turn around and do a 6 a.m. radio show. It was not going to work. So instead of risking that, we decided on doing the week before. Now, ultimately, Bogues had to bail and you had to bail, but I ended up going up there. And as fate would have it, can you believe that the the game I could have gone to had we simply decided one week later, let's go to the Browns game instead of this was put into motion a month ago, a month and a half ago. In fact, the game we were leading with before looking at the schedule. Was the Browns because it was a CBS broadcast. Yeah. And the Vikings game was a Fox broadcast. Had we simply decided on the Browns instead of the Vikings game, I would have never actually gone to Buffalo. We would have put all the wheels in motion, would have had a studio set up, a WGR 550-hour affiliate up there. We would have set up to be done Friday show, Sunday morning football, and Monday show from up there. We would have gotten our tickets all squared away, booked hotels or whatever, rental cars, etc., Put all the wheels in motion. And then a snowstorm was going to be impending. We would have waited all week to be like, oh, what do we do? Right. And then on Thursday, when you and I would have left these studios and driven up to Buffalo six hours, we would have said, can't do it. Tickets are canceled. Cars canceled. Hotels canceled. Shows are canceled. That's it. We're just not doing it because... A, you couldn't have gone up to Buffalo in the middle of a snowstorm. They were going to close the roads, I mean, et cetera. Literally, the roads were going to be closed in. Secondly, we weren't going to Detroit as a secondary <laughs> no. option. That wasn't really the plan. It was to go experience a Bills game. And for folks in Buffalo to get there four and a half hours cutting through Canada is one thing. For us to drive <laughs> to Detroit from where we are in the New York City area, no. that's just a whole other ball no, game. No, no, no. Yeah. Not going to happen. So, as fate would have it, the... The trip had to be the Vikings trip, even though it seemed like going into it, everything was falling apart around me. It all worked out the way it was supposed to. It wasn't easy, but ultimately, what we learned is either one of us was going to be there versus the Vikings game being you, or none of us were going to be there versus the Browns because it got moved to Detroit in a snowstorm. So, it it's not c'est la vie, c'est la vie. Whatever they say, it is la vie. It, it's it is, la vie. It is what it was. It's la vie. Actually worked out for the Bills as well because yeah. 
they won easily, relatively easily. I mean, they were leading for most of the game, and then they, there was a late Browns touchdown, and then they had to get the onside kick, et cetera. But they ended up winning that game, got out of it unscathed, nobody got injured, and they didn't have to deal with seven feet of snow around them. I don't know what that game looks like in the middle of a blizzard on <laughs> Sunday. I mean, it wasn't snowing, I don't think, anymore by Sunday at noon or 1 o'clock when there it were, kicked there was, off. But there was the wind gustiness of swirling some of the snow off the ground. Yeah. It would have, and the way you had talked about the stadium being dug into the ground, it would have looked like it was snowing, so to speak, just by the, the wind squalls and everything. But it's not even that. I mean, are, is the stadium going to be dug out by this Sunday? <laughs> I know they're not home, but... I don't know. I mean, that's the other part of it. Yeah, they're they're playing on the road on Thanksgiving, but, like, yeah. I mean, the stadium has to be dug out, and it's not... Four guys from Orchard Park with shovels. I mean, you got to get some machinery into that thing. <laughs> yeah. You need Squirrel Winters, the yes. farmer that dug out Josh Allen. Yeah, I think you dump at this point too. I think you just have a helicopter come and dump hot water and hope it melts it as much <laughs> as possible. It might be better than shoveling out. Yeah, then that hot water freezes, and now you just have an ice skating rink. But oh, okay, it, you know it'll unfreeze at some point. We stumbled upon something on Tuesday's show, and you know my the wheels are always turning in my mind. You said this on the air. When we stumbled upon Tanks Govern. <laughs> now, we do have Festivus, and Festivus is a Seinfeld reference. It is the holiday in which you air of the grievances, airing of the grievances. If you have an annoyance with somebody, an aggravation with somebody on the show, you're supposed to air it there. We don't really do anything besides airing the grievances on Festivus, do we? We kind of just pick a day in December and just bicker about things. Yeah, and we also haven't done it in like two or three years We now. didn't do it last year? No, and we didn't do it when we were together for the pandemic because we felt like it was kind of in poor taste with the way the world was. We haven't done it since 2019. Okay. So maybe this subs in for it. The way that we came about this is we love Jack Stern. Jack is a member of the CBS Sports Radio family, does some headlines, does some producing, but he's had a couple of incidents where he's mispronounced some words. He called Arch Manning Arc Manning. He called you Raz instead of Muraz. He called Kirk Herbstreet Kurt Herbstreet. And now recently <laughs> this week he called Waco, Texas Waco, Texas. <laughs> Spelled like taco. You could understand. So, <laughs> Oh, as anybody makes that mistake. Sure. So he loves cooking, so he said maybe we were doing a bit about him hosting Thanksgiving and you you said he might mispronounce Thanksgiving and called it Tanks Govern. <laughs> and then the listeners ran with this, and they right. started suggesting what we could do on Tanks Govern. And I thought, this is actually a pretty funny idea. It could kind of be, because we're such a food-forward show. Food-forward? We talk about food incessantly. Maybe around Thanksgiving, we do host our own holiday called tanks govern and i don't know what it would include but we have the name of the holiday we have the idea we right. don't know exactly what's in the holiday well does it make sense to to serve tacos and ribs because <laughs> one of our listeners said <laughs> that's also a heavy day before thanksgiving meal <laughs> one of our listeners said that he's sick and tired of the traditional turkey being the only thing to eat and the stuff in the mashed potatoes he said can we mix it up Maybe have some tacos, maybe have some ribs. And so we were joking about, man, eating a taco bar before Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> or having ribs, like, slipped into the, the meal of Thanksgiving <laughs> is kind of crazy. But, yeah, maybe we host a Tanks Govern at some point. <laughs> and we go around the uh, the studio saying what we're thankful for. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's something there. 
Definitely. And we've done stuff around Thanksgiving tanks governed before. Yeah. I mean, we've tried stuffing chips and barbecue rib chips, ironically, last year. Right. Boy, that came full circle, the ribs. We've definitely done food drafts or what you have at Thanksgiving. We did a Thanksgiving dra- sides draft, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've done a lot of that stuff. So how do you formulate a tanks govern, I think, is really the ultimate question. <laughs> do you play wiffle ball in Detroit? And what's the history of tanks govern? Well, it just started today, so. <laughs> what's the anecdote from the Pilgrim era of tanks govern? These are all questions we have to ask around here. We also, on Tuesday's show, played the BK Have It Your Way theme song. Have it your way. No, you got it wrong. No? BK, oh. <laughs> have it your way. By the way, it shows you how much DA is passionate about this because that was the thing he's gotten the most mad about, getting something wrong all year. <laughs> no, you get that BK jingle right. It's so stuck in my head, and we didn't realize that it was a throwback to a different era that this was actually a 1970s theme song updated for this one until one of our listeners, Dan, pointed this out. Yeah, it's like when they remade Taken a Pelham 123. had that version <laughs> and then the updated yeah, right. one. Jurassic World. Yes, exactly. But did it make you want to run out and get BK? Because oftentimes when we talk about a certain food, us and the rest of the listeners are like, now I have to go eat that. Yeah, it, it did. And specifically, Pete, I think, really put me over the top <laughs> with the... Uh, your long chicken. We keep calling it the long. It's called the BK original chicken sandwich, but the long chicken sandwich. And well, Pete has now just said the long chicken sandwich so many times. It just sounds like it's its signature phrase. Right. And now what, what is unique about it is everybody has the round chicken sandwich. This is more of like a NASCAR track chicken sandwich. <laughs> right. What do you call it shape? An oval. Uh, it's an oval. It's got the really chopped iceberg <laughs> lettuce. It's got like that burnty frozen chicken taste. And like the, loves it. the slightly stale sesame rectangle bun because there's only so many they go through, and then a big glop of mayo that's never spread evenly. <laughs> and that is the BK original chicken sandwich. Pete loves it. He loves it. How dare you disrespect it? <laughs> he wasn't standing for BK slander today. No, he wasn't. No. It was like that, like that is fine cuisine. Mm-hmm. That being said, the BK original chicken sandwich is just so awful it's delicious that now I'm in the mood for it. <laughs> You know, it's just perfect because they're playing these BK commercials during every football game. They were on a million times last night during the Monday night game. And so yeah, we're taping this on Tuesday. So I come in this morning and I'm like, I can't shake this jingle out of my head. BK, have it your way. And then you say something like, yeah, I'm just not a BK guy. I don't know. I just don't. I, th- I feel like it tastes burnt. And immediately Pete jumps up and is like, Stop this BK slander right now. What it, what's wrong with BK? And just goes into a full-on BK defense. And it's kind of perfect that Pete the Body is fully on defense of Burger King. He would have never felt that way if we slandered McDonald's or Wendy's. And I'm considering those the big three. I mean, it's it's the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the, and the NBA right there, right? He There's something about the little engine that could, which is what Burger King has been because McDonald's was an empire. Luigi DiMario, Pete always sides with that story. And Burger King is just the latest version of it that he feels personally disrespected if you dare suggest that Flame Bro (laughs) might taste a little burned. (laughs) Let's talk 12 DAs here. Let's talk turkey. Not literally, figuratively. The 12 DAs of Christmas are upon us. We're counting down the 12 best moments, the 
12 most memorable moments of the year. We've done this now for a decade, and we have the top 12 countdown to number one before the end of the year. We do the first four outs. We get to 16. Thursday, December 1st, the first four outs start. Now, you wouldn't know it because only Pete's gotten me his list so far, but... I need to drill down when I have some real time to really okay. assess this. And we're, we have 26 entrants. We have decided that the oopsie <laughs> heard around the world is, is qualified, is eligible for this year, but we are not booting out anything else no. from the final 25. No. So the, the process, as Pete liked to complain about, we've simply gone from 25 to 26. So 47 to 25, add one, because we all agreed that it would have made our 25. So don't boot anything else out. When do you need the ballots in? Uh, I was hoping Thursday at 10 a uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m., which has already passed, but since I didn't get them, <laughs> uh, and clearly I'm doing the PGP today, so I wasn't like I was going to work on it today. Tomorrow, uh, so the tape is Tuesday, Wednesday by 6 a.m., so I can kind of take a look-see during the show and post-show tomorrow ahead of what we need, uh, because then obviously we were off for a couple days, and then I have everything thrown at me to get stuff ready Monday for the 12 days to start the following Thursday. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to breathe fire on some of the ones that have been left out of even the top 25. I think there has been some unimaginable oversights already. Already. I'm not going to break down them right now because I'll wait until the 12 DAs begin. Right. And I and I will just say... Because I don't want to give away what's not in there. And I don't have them in front of me to even give away what didn't make the 25 that you put in. But I do remember, I think the number was... Of the DA votes into the top 25, I think four of your top 25 at least did not make the collective 25. So I'm guessing those are the ones you will have the hottest takes on. And I slaved over that final 25. What happened this year was we had 47 entrants. Ended up being 47 plus one, so 48. It could take you as 48. But we had 47 to whittle down to 25 to then whittle down to the top 12. And I got, I, I I raced through the first 47 to get to about 40. And I'm like, those seven don't belong. Then I was like, Oof, okay, maybe this one out, maybe this one out. And I was like, okay, I don't know how many are left. Let me just bing, 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 made some tough cuts. And I saw it was 35. Woo! And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to cut 10 more. So I drilled back in. Mm, okay, this might not make it. Oh, this actually is kind of redundant with this. All right, got it down to 28. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way these 28 don't belong. And then I'm like, I got to kill three more of these? So I stewed. I slaved. I sweated. I actually took one out and put it back in. I said, you can't tell the story of this year without these 28. Finally, I got into 25. The fa- I thought those 25 had to be locks because they were all great. Then I see four or five of them that I had didn't even make the 25 collectively. There's going to be hell to pay on this count. Okay. I mean, look, that's part of the deal. And the ultimate ridiculousness is all of them that it's not like we clip every segment and put this folder. So all 47 in essence are deserving of consideration. Very memorable. All 47 were memorable. So it becomes the most ridiculous argument when you violently fight and ferociously fight. (laughs) Some had to be in there. Some had to be in there and they're not in there. Also, how about this? The brouhaha. First year we did it. AB ends up paying you how many? 265 beers? I forgot the count. To be honest, it's up there, and I still have 12 left. 
By we, the way, coming up. Not only is it coming up, something came up behind the scenes that was brought to my attention. DA has never paid off his brouhaha six beers. Oh my God, you're right. You welched on a bet. Wow, you're I, welched on a bet. Now I got to get I got to get him in before the next brouhaha. You've bought breakfast, That's so the to me, it's not that big a deal. I don't need six beers, but the, on principle, no, you're right. What you now? You, you asked for Kona Big Wave. You said I'll, I'm going to give you a separate six pack of Kona Big. Never saw it whole year. Okay, well now you get to request. What do you want for the holiday? You can throw in another Kona Big. It's fine. That's okay. what it's my go to anyway. Okay. Bops. Yeah, you're right. Bops. So the brouhaha was we wagered X number of beers on every game against the line <laughs> of the bowl season last year, and it ended up that Bogus owed you 265 beers. <laughs> truck. So we had a hand truck come in. Bogus brought cases of beer up the elevator, put them on the desk. We had to get a hand truck, bring them back downstairs to your car. That didn't even sniff the 12 DAs. <laughs> You're right. And it's the biggest bet ever paid off in show history. I, I had completely forgot about it. You're right. It didn't make didn't a sniff it. Didn't sniff it. Bogus spent like $300 on beer for you. Didn't sniff <laughs> one of the 40 Eight most memorable moments of the year. I think the problem with that moment is it's more visual than audio. If you were watching the stream, you saw it all garnered up. I don't think that there's two to three minutes of audio content that would have made a top 12 or a top 16. I think some years, though, it's a slam dunk top 12. Might be. Even I mean, if there's not year. like, Even if it's not... Sh- you know, startling audio, attention-grabbing audio. It's a moment that we would package. Well, let's also be real here. I'd like to think that I do a really good job of identifying what is a moment and clipping it and saving it in real time. This is the one part of the 12 DAs where, you know, and there are ones where you'll say, hey, make sure that's in the folder. Maybe I just flat out missed it, and I should have paid closer attention to saving it. Well, I think at the moment it was hard to know what historical significance it had. It was the first, and we did force Bogish through a bit of a loophole in our early rules of the the contest <laughs> to have an infinite amount of beers he could potentially buy you. So we probably will end up putting an addendum on it for this year. Yeah, I mean, I think Bogus's quote after last year's brouhaha was, it could get uncomfortable for people. <laughs> Financially yes. uncomfortable. So maybe at the time we didn't realize, but it's it's a hell of a moment. It's a hell of a moment. It's coming up again. Begs the question, what did we decide last year when this when we decided on this, I think it was like a limit of 200 beers. You could, I think that was the cap. Yeah, I think we might have even done it on a PGP. I could actually go back. Yeah, I think it's a PGP. It. Maybe 100 beers, 150 It's in beers. there somewhere in the archives. We have enough we're sifting through. We'll get to that. I, I will look that up because bowl season's upon us. The other the other big controversy is whether the oopsie heard around the world is going to overtake perhaps John Sterling reading the fat journal as the number one. Now, I, I'm, I have no idea how the voting's going to go. In fact, I haven't really decided how my voting is going to go yet. Same. But that's that's been Pete's concern that the Sterling Fat Journal is the ready-made number one. And now maybe the oops you heard around the world where you had a mistake uh, in studio um, because of laughing so hard. Yeah. There was an explosion <laughs> that that might overtake it. But it's going to be inserted, and now let's see. Let's see how the the, the votes fall. Yeah. Big I, question. 
when when voting, because I'm not going to reveal anything, there's a chance neither of those are my number one. Mm. Well, upon further listening, mm-hmm. again, I always tell everybody, and we have the same PGP conversation. It's like I can look at you and see your face get younger by five years. You gotta listen to the clip. You have to because you, just by a simple label, you may forget. I'm not telling you I didn't, but I'm telling you. The assumption that only those two are the number one is a bad assumption. Right. In my opinion. Right. But whatever. The vote will be the vote, and that's the way it is. Well, it does go to show you a little bit like a USC team, an Alabama team. If you're a preseason one with expectations, reputation can carry you very far without people kind of drilling down into watching the film and understanding exactly what's happening on a week-by-week basis. And by the way, I'm getting the image because on Tuesday's show, you read another Trash Tuesday about, you know, people still haven't taken down their Election Day signs. It would be really funny for D-Aliens to have the signs out, you know, vote Sterling, (laughs) number one, vote Oopsie, number one. (laughs) This is going to be big. We're going to start the countdown, the first four out, kind of like how the... Bracketology, Joe Lenardi's bracketology has the first four out. Right. First four out of the top 12 begin, you said, Thursday. So if you're listening to this live on Thanksgiving right now, one week from today, Thursday, December 1st, you hear the jingle, whatever the the song is. Yes. It's the, is it the Run DMC song? Christmas and Hollis. Christmas and Hollis, yes. You'll hear that, and boom, away we go. Wow. Uh, which would also mean there's only 16 DA shows essentially left until you unwrap those presents at Christmas. Yeah. Morning. And then we're going to wrap up by Christmas, the number one. The number one will be on Thursday, December 22nd. Wow. Uh, I believe you will be off Friday, December 23rd. Yes. So that'll be the day. Thursday, December 22nd, it culminates. In a day that now that I'm thinking about it, I'm actually off. But not, <laughs> nonetheless. You're going to be off when we actually crown number one? Th- I'm back on Friday. I'm off Thursday. That was a day I had. It's Taylor's birthday. So to do like a breakfast thing with her and everything like that. But that being said, I can arrange to be on the air from home yeah. for that specific segment. You'll need to be as we crown the champion. Yeah, of the absolutely. 2022. We, as long as we know ahead of time, I will find the time and I will be available. I just won't be here as the full show. We go behind the scenes every single week here on the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast. It is available to download on your favorite podcast platform, including the free Odyssey app. You can also search The DA Show. It's inside that podcast feed as well. So that's side A. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Here comes side B. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Howdy do 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 have the PGP your way today. Happy Turkey Day. This is segment three on Thanksgiving of the Best of the DA Show, which is doubling as the PGP. Hello, Bogus. How are you? <laughs> Wait, this is Mraz. Is that true? Yeah. We're doing the show and the on the off yeah, show? Yeah, so what? If you're listening to this live on the air on CBS Sports Radio, it is hour two of the DA show on Thanksgiving, which is a best of the DA show, which we were taping on Tuesday, but it's actually... <laughs> 
the permission granted podcast this hour, which you might be listening to free on the Odyssey app and obviously everywhere that you could find the DA Show podcast. I don't know if meta is the right word, but this is some kind of twisting of like the time-space continuum. It's a podcast that comes out on Tuesday or Wednesday, then it's a show on Thursday. On the We're going backwards. It's a lot. Hap- You're right. It is going yeah. backwards. It, you've heard this. You might have. You might be hearing this for a second time. Who well, no, knows? The eighth time. If you love us that much, just keep hitting restart on the old podcast, and all of a sudden, boom! Thursday morning radio. Here you go again. Which we appreciate because no matter how many downloads we get, we will likely still not see a dime for the work we put into the beach. Correct. <laughs> now will this also be hour two on Friday's radio show or no. hour four on Friday's no, Friday. radio? Friday. So if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, or jeez, if you just listen to PGP, Greg Caserta. Finally. Captaining the mothership on Friday morning. There it is. So as Black Friday's going on and you're shopping for that TV deal, Greg Caserta's got you recapping all things Vikings and Pats. Okay, good. Good for Greg. Good for Pete, I'm assuming, because that's he figured that out. Yeah. And away we go. All right, so, Bogues, let me ask you. It is uh, Thanksgiving week. For some of you, it might be Thanksgiving Day. We talked about on Tuesday's show... The idea of, like, supplementing other foods, right? Whether it be ribs or taco bars. And I really, <laughs> I get really offended by this, okay? Of course. Thanksgiving dinner is Thanksgiving dinner, right? We have 364 other days of the year to make dinner whatever we want them to be. And by the way, uh, this includes every other holiday, right? Like, you don't have to have a hot dog on the 4th of July. You could, There's a million other things you can barbecue, seafood, whatever. Christmas Day, you know, people have done Christmas goose, Christmas ham. Geez, you might do the Italian-style Christmas Day. You don't have to have Christmas ham. Thanksgiving's the turkey and the sides. We're asking you as a society for one day to have what you have. Now, this is where I think there's a little separation. You can have other stuff, the Italian-style, the lasagna and all of that. I know I've done it. You just also need to have the turkey later on. But... This led to these people saying taco bar, ribs, everything. So I want to ask Andrew Bogish, what does a traditional Bogish maybe growing up into now Thanksgiving look like? Do you add anything, or is it always turkey, or are you anti-turkey? No, so you'd be proud. We uh, tried and true. We have what you're supposed to have on Thanksgiving. Okay. The farthest, a one-time thing, my, seems it's weird saying my aunt's boyfriend, but my aunt's, because my aunt is older than my mom, okay. and the, her partner has passed away so like they were not boyfriend girlfriend they lived together that was her and one one thanksgiving he decided to get fancy and instead of making turkeys he made everyone an individual cornish game hen i think i vaguely remember this story okay. and i thought i've never seen my grandfather that angry before he hit, hit it well while we were there my aunt's apartment when we left he said that's never happening again um <laughs> Game, it was fine, but it wasn't turkey. So we have always stuck what you're supposed to have. I don't even think we've ever thrown on. I mean, maybe there might have been a ham somewhere, but not even yeah, a, not even like a big ziti. No, nothing. It was, we sit down, here's your yeah. hors d'oeuvres, your apps, and then away we go with turkey, mashed potatoes, and that kind of stuff. And I think that's great. And I'm definitely not slandering anybody that wants to go like seven courses of like sure. fatty foods. Like, I get it. But there's requirements. Yeah, but what you can't do is the old substitute in. No. Which, by the way, Zach Gill brags about every year, and it looks like the lousiest lasagna on the planet. Right. It, and he, like, one of these guys pumps his chest. Just sit there and pronounce Titans, right? We don't need to hear about exactly. lasagna. It looks like the most average-looking lasagna ever, and he replaces it. Have that before the turkey. Anyway, that would have bothered me. So your grandfather was a lot like my dad, where it's like, you need the turkey. Right. Or you need whatever, the pies. You need, like, I need to have what I need to have. It's Thanksgiving. It's as... 
bastardized as it is, it's about the turkey. Right, and you can try to make it up on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but it, that's no longer Thanksgiving. No. It's got to have, you. if you want to sprinkle something extra, or even if you're going to be there all day, and you're, you're actually giving people two meals. Right. Fine Which as well. I've, by the way, a lot of times my family does. You right. show up 1 o'clock, you're not even out of it till 8 p.m. Exactly. Yeah. But dinner, Thanksgiving dinner has requirements. It's not Thanksgiving dinner if it's not turkey and the trimmings. Right. And now the other part of this, which, I mean, I guess I didn't realize until I started working at CBS Sports Radio and you kind of get a feel for the different parts of the country and what people do. I am always a fan of, like, it's Thanksgiving dinner, it's not Thanksgiving lunch, Bogues. Some people, I think, eat entirely too early. Now, I don't think you need to have, like, when you might need to order a pizza at 7 p.m. on a Friday. I'm not telling you if Thanksgiving dinner at 7. But I think that 4 o'clock to me is basically as early as Thanksgiving dinner should be served. These people I've seen eat dinner at, like, 2 o'clock. What are you doing? 2 o'clock, you having your turkey. So we've had this conversation before, I feel like, either on the show or on here, or now maybe both this year. Um, I'm with you. I think four is the earliest because unless the plan is at two, we go nuts and we're still going to be there until 10 o'clock at night. So at eight thirty, nine o'clock, we're spinning through leftovers. Like, like there's a little rationale okay. to that. All right. But I'd rather like my problem now is I, I eat too much of the warm up. Yeah. And at four, four yeah. 30, I'm Italian like, I'm, meats, not, cheeses, I'm not ready for shrimp. turkey just yet, but yeah. everybody else is. So right. I gotta be better myself spacing things out. But 4, 4.30, that to me is the sweet spot yeah. for Thanksgiving dinner. And, I, and look, la- I will tell you that last year I hosted uh, Danielle's mother's side of the family. And it was the first time I hosted a Thanksgiving. I'm not doing it this year because we kind of alternate who we spend Thanksgiving with. And her mom's side of the family, the first time I ever did, they do like 1.30. Yeah, that, that's that's lunch. And I remember being like, the first time I went, go, what are we doing here? Like, And you guys are just like normalizing this. And then, by the way, they basically kick you out the door before the Cowboy game. So, I mean, I guess that's the only good thing, right? Is that you were done and out You're of done. there. But then I'm sitting at home, like twiddling my thumbs. And it's just Thursday. And like everybody's only having their Thanksgiving dinner, and right. it sucks. Yeah. So, anyway, last year I told them, I go, Thanksgiving dinner, we're doing this thing at like 5, 5 30. I even pushed it a little longer. I said, You got to come over at 2. We're doing the lasagna. We're doing, we're doing it. If I, we're doing it my it way. And it worked out fine. I swiveled the TV around for the Raiders-Cowboys. But this year, as much as I'm pro a 5 o'clock dinner, I have, and my father and my uncle has told my aunt, whose house we're going to Giants to play at 4.30 this year, it can't be Cowboys on over the table. No, we need to be sitting down because the Giants are playing. So we are having dinner at 4 Wednesday o'clock. night? No, Thursday. Oh, okay. 4 o'clock, <laughs> half an hour is more than enough time. Thankful, wolf it down. Right. On the couch, 4.30, dessert rolls out at halftime. Your dad's making... Turkey, egg, and cheese sandwiches, and that's Thanksgiving uh, breakfast. Yeah, Get it out of the way. Okay. And that's the other part, too. How do you handle the breakfast? People might be listening to this now during breakfast. I, when I was a real pig, and you think I'm still a pig, oh, I need to have the cinnamon buns and eggs and have a big breakfast that day, too. I've learned all these. What am I doing? Right. I'm filling up. Now, I mean, protein shake, maybe, um, a banana, something wow. like that. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to go nuts. Now, my kids got to eat or whatever, but... Right. I am. I'm holding it down until I show up because I, I inevitably I don't want to gain 19 pounds on Thanksgiving either. No, and again, you know, I, you know, I'm already mad at myself for being full on right charcuterie. I can't be full on cereal, so right. you got to be careful here. That's it. I, get, I want to walk in with hunger, but an understand mentality. And you don't want to be too hungry, right? Where you're just uh, you're just gorging on things, and all right. of a sudden you're like, oh man, I don't feel well. Yeah. Well, the, I think the other key is to sit away. From the snacks. So you have to like make yourself a plate? Yeah, make yourself a plate. Inevitably, right, the second half of the Lion game will be on 
depending on where the East Coast, walk away, find a spot on the couch that's not hovering over the table. Yeah. Because then your laziness will stickly kicked in. You're not going right. to keep getting up. No, that's a good strategy. That's a good point. It's a pro tip. You got to get it. If you, if you make it an effort to eat, you're probably going to eat less. Okay. Now, lastly, your thoughts on Pete the Body defending Burger King's original chicken sandwich and basically everything Burger King and saying that it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing makes more sense than that. Of course, Pete likes Burger King, whereas... The last time I was near Burger King was at a drive, uh, not a drive through, a rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike, and I actually just like thought, should I just stay hungry instead of having Burger King? As Pete looks yeah, at us, Pete the awkwardly window. looking at us like he knows we're talking about yeah, him can we, right now. Can we, these doors lock? They do, they do. Yeah, Pete, have it your way, have it at BK. I mean. I would probably forget to put Burger King on the list if I was ranking my favorite fast food places. And that's not fair because they might be a sponsor too, by the way. No, but like personally, like there's not, there's never been one near my house. All that? Okay. So like, that's part of it. There was a McDonald's and a Wendy's within striking distance growing up. That's still the case now. I don't even know where there'd be a Burger King near me on Long Island to go if I wanted it. I'll tell you. Well, I, I know a few, but I'll tell you where I think Burger King needs to do more promotion. They're the spot for the onion rings. McDonald's, Wendy's, they're okay. not doing the onion rings. Okay. So if you want onion rings on the go on a drive through that's the BK move. Right. That's what you do. And I will say— And in, the zesty sauce they have. Mm-hmm. In Pete's defense, I'm pretty sure the last time I had Burger King, I had some form of the long chicken sandwich. Mm. Not a Whopper. So it might not be a bad thing, but it's just—it's never on my radar to get Burger— right. like, There are times where I like, Wendy's sounds delicious. McDonald's, give me a quarter pounder with cheese— Arby's got the seasoned fry, the curly fries. I'm in on that. Nothing has ever drawn me to Burger King. I maybe like I'm immune to their promotions. Will you be more drawn now? Drawn now that you're going to be singing the song? I think I might have to. Although, do they have what's their breakfast situation? We've had their breakfast. It's actually we not have bad. right. Yeah, it's like on a sourdough. They have like an egg sandwich. Now again, I, we're the wrong people to ask here in New York because I think that the fast food breakfasts work well outside of the New York area because we really have. Snotty, snobby, really good bagels and yeah, stuff. True. But I do think a McGriddle is a is arguably the greatest breakfast creation. That's another thing. My dad used to love a McGriddle and thanks to him would get us all McDonald's breakfast. Oh. Dad, I have a McGriddle. I'm like a bear that's been shot with a tranquilizer. Yeah. Danger zone. All right, folks, on that note, I happy mean, Thanksgiving, you, man. Same to you, and I mean, this is easily the thing you are most qualified to discuss. I appreciate Thanksgiving it, strategies and and, you know, principles yeah, and I, look, requirements. The next, the next president should hire me as chief of Thanksgiving staff. I think that's a fair request. Okay. Where can we follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Andrew Bogish. You can follow me at CBS. Have it your way, everyone. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.